0: Man, that was fun.
1: Halloween is the best.
0: Woo! Man, uh, oh, uh uh-oh. We may have played it a bit too close. Our meeting is coming up in five minutes.
1: Oh, shit. We need to sober up. I know just the place.
2: Welcome to Tony's Pizzeria, where we beat our meat into the pizza. Forget about it. Man, I think he wants to have sex with us.
0: Uh, nope. Anyway, uh, we would like two slices of pizza, please. Thank you.
2: Okay, so the sponsor said, hey, meet me at the abandoned asylum across the street. Huh, is that weird? Uh, everything is fucking weird. Let's just go. Uh,
1: whoa, is the clown the sponsor?
0: I don't like this.
1: Uh, wow! let's just hear him out. What could possibly go wrong? Uh.
0: Okay, um, hey Clown, (laughs) what's your proposal?
1: He's just staring at you.
0: Clown, (laughs) Clown, what are your terms?
3: (laughs) (laughs) What?
1: Where where am I? Uh, Oh, Nick, are you okay?
2: Just hanging here, getting ready to be split open.
0: Get away from my friend.
2: No. It's okay. I've accepted my fate. Uh, really? Yeah,
1: this is good. I'm content with this. This is how I want to die.
0: Okay, uh, oh, Nick.
2: So, what? 20% commission? Ow! Okay,
1: 10%. (laughs) Drive a hard bargain. Oh my god!
0: Oh, okay. So am I good to go here? Hello and welcome to another episode of the new and improved podcast from the Black Lagoon.
2: Where we metaphorically slice
1: and dice our way through horror films of old and new.
0: I'm Brian, the, uh, I, didn't, I don't know if you knew this, Nick, the Executive Director for the Initiative of Benevolent Clowning in a post Stephen King World. It's a long name, but it is true.
1: And I am Nicholas Alexander-Hacks, uh, fecal matter artist.
0: Interesting. I like that one. Okay. A shortist. Like pa- <laughs>
1: yeah, a oh, Thank very you. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like the Pablo Picasso of shit stains. Wow uh so Pocasso <laughs> we're being
0: bested by our guest here this is good. <laughs>
1: he's well, showing he, us up well he is a clown so i mean <laughs> so uh for those of you who uh have just heard we have a very special guest and for the very first time uh the very first time where did i even write that <laughs> I, I, wrote, I, wrote <laughs> I love the build-up and then just the whimper. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay. So, before we get to the guts of the film, like a chestburster <laughs> from Alien, for the very first time, mm. we have someone who is on the inside. Very good. Everybody, let's give it up for David Howard Thornton, aka Art the Clown. <laughs> Very cool. <Hey. laughs> that's 2020
4: for you. It's, it's like, yeah, bro.
0: <laughs>
4: Everything's going right.
0: Oh. That is exactly it. <laughs> <laughs> so we have we've never had an actor on before. We've had a we've had a few guests on, and that's been fun, but we're we're both excited to be able to talk to someone who is in the movie we're reviewing. That's just oh, a yeah. whole paradigm shift for us. We're not used to that. So wow. this is gonna be great we we really look we really look forward <laughs> to it. Um, I do need to annoy you with the bare minimum question that you okay. always have to be asked, which is what is your background with horror movies? Is that kind of a genre that you were interested in before you got this role? Is this a new thing for you? What's going on there
4: It, it was a new thing for me. I had and actually, like film itself was a new thing for me as well. I mean, wow. had been wanting to get into it, but like the only stuff I had done on film before Terrifier was just like extra work or sure. background work, you know, that kind of stuff. So because I, I was always focused more on voiceover work and uh, stage, like mm-hmm. a lot of musical uh, theater. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, I, and I, I never imagined I would do horror. I figured if I was ever going to be doing film, I'd be doing comedies. Okay. And so, yeah, because I was like, I was honest with myself because I'm skinny as a beanpole. So I, because, yeah, I was like, I'm not, if I'm ever going to be in a horror film, I'm going to be like, you know, the Randy type character from Scream or something like that. <laughs> but I, I'll get killed halfway through or something like that. I never imagined I would be like the, the villain. So I'm like, right. yeah, this is pretty cool.
0: <laughs> I mean, you, first off, you killed it in this movie. Like you did an incredible Literally. job. I mean, it's just awesome. And uh, I am I, sitting here kind of wondering what it's like to prepare for a role that that's that unique because you, it, it was a silent role, right? It involved a lot of showmanship and brutality and, and eccentricity. And how do you get in that headspace to play a role like that and to sell these? You're technically delivering lines through body language. I can't even imagine what that's like.
4: Yeah, it definitely was a challenge because I had never played a role like this either. I, I have always wanted to play a role like that because I grew up watching, you know, great silent comedians, you know, from like Keaton and Chaplin all the way sure. to like Mr. Bean. I was a huge Mr. Bean fan and I had always wanted to play a character like that, that mischievous type of silent clown type character that's just like mm. likes to wreak havoc on people around him. And so, yeah, I you know it's like when the, the chance came to play this role it's like oh my god yes i i would love to because i was like this is a great challenge for me because i'm a voiceover artist a lot you know and i i do over 200 voices and like 25 different dialects i've always relied on my voice for character development and wow. work and all that kind of stuff and that was all taken away from me with art so i had none of that to rely on it made so you I had feel a,
1: very uncomfortable i bet
4: oh yeah oh yeah because i'm like what what do i do here you know but luckily i'm like I wasn't the first person to play art uh right. the original art from all hallows eve was mike giannelli who who laid a fantastic you know foundation for me so i i went and watched what he did and so i could get the basic nuances of the character down then i could add my own thing to it and so that really helped me a lot i didn't have to just come out just not knowing what i was going to do with the character or anything like that so you know that that was that was i was lucky in that regard Sure. But, um, it was it was definitely a challenge. And like, but one thing I do since you mentioned the lines and stuff like that, I, I don't actually have any scripted lines, of course, and not even the script. They don't say what art's thinking or anything like that. They just say, oh, art wow. does this, art does that, art does this. So in my head, though, I am coming up with my own dialogue. Hmm. So I'm, I'm usually going through like, you know, if I'm looking at someone, I'm actually saying something in my head of what, what I would be saying to my victim or something like that. <laughs> So it, great. it helps I didn't me. Know that. It helps me in the process. Yeah. So it's like, it is. It's it's fun that way. So it's like I can think whatever I want to up there, and no one knows. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nick, do you have any uh, uh, burning questions, or are you ready for your uh, iconic inaccurate synopsis?
1: Is it inaccurate <laughs> or is it accurate? You don't know. You'll never Brian. know. Stop making yeah, up absum- <laughs> Stop making assumptions. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, actually, I was very. <sighs> I know I already already said that I was the the Picasso of uh, fecal matter so you kind of know where I'm I'm coming from with this um what like what the hell was used for 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 that shit on the wall
4: (laughs) well we actually used what was around us in that pizza uh place there's a bunch of pudding and we used pizza dough to give it more consistency to it so it had those little (laughs) chunks of stuff in it so it there's a lot of pudding, a little some Hershey syrup in there as well, and like pizza dough. I guess that
0: that's
1: what I had for lunch. That
0: is yeah. the most charming thing I've heard all week.
4: Yeah, he, he ate Bill Cosby. <laughs> 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 what Joe are you doing over here? <laughs> i'm gonna rape the girls no no you're dead <laughs> oh no
2: means no pill cosby
4: pill <laughs> cosby <laughs> i have not heard that you're Yeah,
0: that's welcome. pretty good Nick.
4: <laughs> oh that's good i like that i i, I kind of
1: pissed off at myself for not thinking of that beforehand oh well you can man. use it go go ahead and use it i don't i don't know oh, i definitely am i am <laughs> Uh, I have one more question. This is a silly one, um, because the other one was so you know professional and oh, uh, silly. silly. Is always good. I love silly. So, uh, I want to play a little game. Uh, Mary fucker kill. Oh boy. Uh, Jason Voorhees, Michael Myers, or Freddy Krueger. Oh good god! <laughs> <laughs> I know such a oh, uh, my god. a selection. Oh,
4: Mary fucker kill. Oh my. God. God, uh, ah, Jesus! Where to go with that? That's a good one. Oh my God! I would say, um, probably fuck Jason. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah, marry Mike, because you know he's like you know it's it's Mike. It's, it's Mike. <laughs> Halloween, Dude, you know. Yeah, yeah. Halloween. He loves Halloween. I love Pretty Halloween. Festive. There we go. It's it's good that way, you know. It, 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 he's good in the sheets too because he hides under the sheets hey all right hey <laughs> so, so, so there's long term is that so i won't add that to the fuck category. No, I'll still keep jason <laughs> there, but definitely kill freddy because you know yeah. he, that guy's just a nightmare mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> nick Pizza where do you face. stand on this um insightful yeah. question
1: uh wow uh i'd probably i'd marry jason because I'm, I'm sort of a hardcore jason Voorhees fan okay uh, I'd fuck Michael Myers and I would kill Freddie. Yeah, sure. I, I've got to, He's not yeah. the man of my dreams.
0: I, I think, yeah. <laughs> man, you're both coming at this with a good pun. Go, go. <laughs> all right, I can't compete with that, but uh, you have to kill. You have to kill Freddy. That that's just kind of a given. Yeah. I'd have to say, marry Mike. I feel like he's a deep down underneath it all. He seems like he might be a caring guy. Yeah, I'd have to say. Um, and, you know, there's, a, there's an element of maybe paternalism to a Michael Myers. I think that's, that's – don't you agree, Nick? Isn't that what he, you would say? He's a
1: family guy.
0: I think so. I think so. He he's has deep familial guy. connections that may be fueling a murderous rampage, but there's, there's a, he sees the importance of family.
1: Going, going yeah. back to uh... – Until they retcon that, of course. But <laughs> yes, <yeah>. of course. <laughs> uh, going back to the 2018 version uh, where he kills that kid for the very first time in oh. cinema history – uh, I, I have to question his <laughs> his
0: paternal uh paternal skills well i think he would be a devoted lover nick so that might be a part i of mean the if question. you're into choking
4: yeah and i i, I thought of hmm. something about jason with the fucking because you know he's always been against sex so he he just oh. needs to get laid yeah hey, that's I like that. what it is he just needs to get laid and he's he'll mellow out
0: that
1: might be
2: it Wow. Yeah. Okay. Maybe
1: smoke a, a stogie or something.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Chill the All fuck right. out, Jason. Yeah. All
1: right, so it's time to get into the inaccurate or accurate synopsis. What, what uh, we'll never know. you uh, keep us on our toes. Well, you're about <laughs> to you're about to find out. Oh boy. Okay. So today we're talking about Terrifier. Where everyone's lovable clown goes on a quest in search of love. Art endures mm. a series of events that involve him dealing with per- be- betrayal. <laughs> Wait a uh, fucking fuck that one up. That, that's Is it. that the whole synopsis? That's the oh, whole man. synopsis. That's
4: the whole thing. His, <laughs> his quest
1: for love.
4: His quest for love. Well, well, you you can't have art without heart. <laughs> I mean, well, oh, heart man. without art. There we go. There we go. flipped right, that. Reverse it. <laughs> See well, Way did, to fuck he... that up. It's a Monday. It's a Monday. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. Monday. Yeah. it's Monday. Yeah, Garfield.
1: Hate my So love lasagna. Nick, but your inventive
0: did. renditions of these movies is always entertaining. He did. But I, I don't Wait, think before, you nailed it there. Before
1: you pull me out of this. But I have
0: to pull you out of it. No, don't pull, <laughs> don't pull
1: out. Don't pull out. Not yet. He All did. Right, uh, just, just... <laughs> he did propose to Tara. So, I mean, <laughs> that's where I get the you know the the yeah. the, the, the love scenario, and then okay. she throws the the ring on the ground, mm. and that's the betrayal. There, so. You I, know a what? Hail, I actually, a hail of even if it doesn't feel
0: directly correct, I think there's at least internal consistency in this strange yarn that you were weaving here. So I'm going to go with it. I like it. It's a yarn of mucus. I don't know Yarny. why, but okay.
4: That's not good. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: oh, this is a good episode. What I, I do. can already tell. I, do. I, love, <laughs>
0: I love puns. I do too. Nick, I know you love this segment. But We're you know coming. what's coming, I have to pull you out of it. We cannot mislead our viewers or listeners with your rendition of these films. We're gonna get into the real guts of the film. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk to the
3: earth.
0: Okay. And there it is, there we go. <laughs> okay, so I need to start this off with a question right off the bat. I feel like the incidental moral of the story in this film was that you should drive drunk just in case there's a crazy clown on the loose <laughs> because they could have avoided a lot of trouble if if they just kind of drove the car
4: but it had a flat tire
0: oh you're okay see this he is the, the, the brilliant tire. screenwriting somebody caught that one that's fair that's fair yeah. i feel oh, didn't like didn't
1: they have a flat tire after they went to the uh oh the so there Rex? was a cause...
0: small window
1: art slash the tires
0: interesting so that's
4: before they knew how creepy art really was you know they just saw on the
1: street and they're like let's go get some
4: food Ah, (laughs) get some pizza
1: actually what's what's kind of funny um originally uh well i used to not like clowns and i kind of got that from my mom growing up because she she fucking hates clowns she she's scared of them she's not really a horror movie uh type person she likes scream yeah. um so i know that i was watching some interviews with you uh and you were talking about how your mother was not a horror a horror fan whatsoever right <laughs> and uh was it your first your first horror movie was scream 2
4: yeah that was the first one i really sat through and watched
1: yeah it was not in my opinion it was an all right movie uh, i like scream 1 yeah. a little bit better Um, oh yeah but uh yeah uh this movie kind of uh, oddly enough made me love clowns (laughs) oh so you the the reason why i'm so like i'm flustered right now if anybody can tell i'm really flustered is because like to me i know you're still new to this but you are an icon like you you're right there right up there with fucking michael myers jason Voorhees, freddy krueger to me Uh (laughs) so (laughs) um i don't mean to gush but i'm just throwing all that out there because this is like this is an amazing day although it is a monday and i feel like (laughs) we can all agree that we hate mondays um, and 2020 but um at least something good came out of it absolutely yeah.
0: well, I, I like nick all of your your gushing over art the clown i one thing that i think a reason why i think that it's so warranted is that when i was watching this movie i was kind of excited to see how bold this character is compared to other kind of you have your your kind of uh, arbitrary silent killers in other mm. classic horror films right. and some of the like your michael myers tend to just appear behind bushes and then vanish or stalk and then but art follows them into a public pizza restaurant and sits feet away from them and just mocks them indifferent to social norms the fact (laughs) that all these people are around him and there's something there that i thought that's such a refreshing behavior for another arbitrary silent killer because it added a whole new kind of layer of creepiness to it he didn't feel like they were treating him like a quasi supernatural killer just a little bit above human in in chance of and strength and killing power, right? It felt grounded and really depraved and creepy. And I love that, like going into the movie right off the bat with that type of sequence where he's like letting this girl sit on his lap and take photos of the both of them, just like goal oriented, staring at the other girl across the the pizza kitchen. Man, that was cool. I I love that little uh, characteristic. (laughs)
4: <laughs> and, and what i love about that too is like and i live here in new york city and i know that's such a common occurrence on the subway with so many women i've heard this Ooh. from so many of my female friends where there'll just be some creepy guy that will just sit there and stare at them like that Ooh, on man. the subway so it's just like i've had some people like oh my god i totally identify with that moment i'm like oh, yeah that's, and that's kind of what i was going for there it's like because you know I, I i've had you know female i've had several female roommates living here in new york city and i've heard those same kind of stories from them so i was like yeah let's just channel that creepy guy type of
0: vibe into this scene here yeah Yeah, i love that it's so self-destructive too or at least apathetic to just put yourself in public and shamelessly just freak be freaky in general
4: i i've just never understood that i was mean, yeah. like i have seen that happen I'm, i've seen guys do that on the subway too to other women i'm just like what the heck is wrong with you <laughs> do you think she's just gonna go oh i must have you now right. <laughs> oh my god yeah, you're you just have addressing me with drops. your eyes exactly i'm a whap right now so <laughs> 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 it's like, come on come it's just I, I've never understood. It's like just like the guys that catcall and stuff like that. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's just like, it's... So, who, who, why, why, why? Did this, <laughs> has this ever work for you, dude? This <laughs> is like, oh yeah, yeah. No, man. no, man. It's just,
1: it's I so, got a macho man vibe right there. Oh yeah, a, snap it
2: Oh yeah, Jim.
4: <laughs>
1: yeah I, so I never all dick energy it's just <laughs> <laughs> right yeah i never understood it either and i got i guess it really has to do with the lack of parenting maybe yeah who knows it i i don't understand it either it's all it's right. weird it just... it's creepy.
4: oh i I, <laughs> I it's like when i waited tables i would like sometimes like an attractive girl would come in the restaurant and the kitchen staff would hear and they'd all be just poking their heads i like oh 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 i'm like dude she's like five feet away and you're just making it so obvious man it's just right like, yeah she's pretty but you can internalize that you don't have to be like a you know Tex avery
1: wolf over here <laughs> you can you can appreciate the female form it's it's yeah. it's, it's art the, the body is art you know but yeah. i mean it's like you don't see girls doing that over guys <laughs> right <laughs> they're not
4: like well, imagine if the, the tape you know the, the the roles were reversed you know it's like yeah I, I think I one time like uh s- some women did that where they re- recorded a video of girls reacting to guys like oh, how great. guys <laughs> react to girls I thought it was brilliant I'm like <laughs> yes now you see how ridiculous is is this is guys right,
0: right. <laughs> I, I love the idea that that you kind of use that moment in that creepiness to to play up art that scene worked really well and i couldn't put my finger on why and the reason i gave was my best estimate of it and it's cool to see that you really kind of did lean into that that very real creepiness of of how people react because while while i think that arbitrary killer kind of archetype that really essential slasher icon type character works really well on on its own Mm -hmm. but there's also an, an element of like disconnect from reality if you play into that too hard where they're just like this indifferent, immaterial force just wandering through the world that can't be stopped. That can be really scary until a point where it's just, there, there might not be as much of a threat. So grounding art, where he really has a trash bag he's holding around, he's sitting in the pizza joint just staring at these girls. It's such a, a an eerie feeling. I thought that was so great. I
1: have to stop you there, Brian. You called it a trash bag, but I like to see it as a bag of holding from oh, Dungeons okay. and Dragons.
4: So <laughs> I I I've seen it like um but yes yeah, like I, I kind of looked at it kind of like as Mary Poppins bag or like uh Hermione Granger's bag that she had too it's like where you could just keep or like Felix the Cat's bag of tricks or like anything can be in that thing.
1: When when uh was it Mary Poppins is feeling gangster? <laughs> she has her lovely maternal bag and then she has her yeah. Kick-ass. Deadly yep. bag of tricks. spit fault, You're going to die. <laughs> uh, also, um, another it's thing... a spoonful of arsenic
4: makes the medicine come down. The no. most delightful way.
0: This show can't go on if you just best us at every turn. No, <laughs> no
1: it, this, this could be the show. It, it doesn't matter. Uh, so uh so th- this show can keep going on and on and on and uh this will be the unedited version on our patreon so yeah. <laughs> like, uh so yeah um so there will be there will be an audio version for for people who don't who don't want to pay and then there will be a uh you know
4: the fun version for
1: everybody else there we go yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, full full nudity on our only fans oh
0: no yeah we're getting desperate (laughs) over here so we're monetizing the show a bit differently
3: (laughs) yeah Yeah. um
1: so i have to say uh also i did a little i did a little bit of research on you went on to your imdb uh db page and uh Mm -hmm. i found the uh youtube uh series uh where you play the joker and uh i watched i watched like an episode oh my god brian i have to tell you he does such a good joker he does an amazing joker cool it's like like sort of like on on the cusp of mark hamill's joker
0: hmm. wow but he does a really that's good high job. praise from you yeah yeah that,
1: that was <laughs> that was intentional
4: too because it's like i i think mark's is the best version mm-hmm, out right. there and it's like it's it's kind of like you know when when you know that that's the best version you know you, you don't want to really change it too much because like that's mm. that's what you think of it's like if you hear a different voice for Bugs Bunny you're like right. <laughs> that that happened when I went out to France and I I was watching Looney Tunes cartoons and hearing another voice come out of Bugs Bunny that was not this you know Bronx accent and I was mm. like what the no 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 so it's just like that's why I'm like you know I put a little bit of the Mark Hamill into my Joker because mm. I just think that's
1: the best version out there, and you did a fantastic job. The Clown Prince of Crime. Oh yes.
0: <laughs> oh, nice.
1: Uh, it puts a smile on my face. <laughs> can this episode get any better? Can Can I like? Uh, I can die peacefully now. Like, show's <laughs> over, everybody. I can I can be buried or burned or whatever. Uh, How would you? Oh, I'll, I'll get to that when we finish the episode I'll, I'll, if I remember to ask you uh, Brian okay. um, anyways uh, well, I think we're,
0: we're going to forget to review the movie like we normally do and we're just going to have <laughs> fun talking so that's <laughs> no, probably. That's a, I'm just going to let fine. it happen because I'm out this my, is great <laughs> my,
1: handy, my handy dandy phone it, 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 it's the movie where a clown walks
4: around a lot of people die <laughs> <laughs>
1: I rate it an 8 out of 10 <laughs> for, for good um for good, so yeah. i i have to say uh as i was watching this movie again because it's been it's been all it's been it's been a good minute um especially since the fact that they now have terrifier on tubi which i'm really happy about hmm. yeah uh, but i need to get off my ass and find a physical copy of terrifier is
4: there do, there is okay. yes it, okay um like Dread Central sells it, and I think it's also on Amazon. Okay, okay.
1: so I gotta yeah. I gotta rectify that and uh, add that to my horror collection. Um, but as I was watching this, I I noticed how Art the Clown's color scheme is very minimalistic, black and white, sometimes red, <laughs> and yet he's yeah. a colorful character, a broad range of emotions for such a deadly fucking clown like I was it when when he was flipping off the final girl that was an amazing scene but I have to say that, that was improvised too was really? it really well that yeah was... I was
4: they had already said cut and uh, I was just joking around with Samantha, <laughs> so she was coming back on set and so I just flicked her off like we got to do this again
1: ah fuck you <laughs> I have that to is say, great man My favorite scene, my favorite entire scene in this movie would have to be the, uh, I don't know if this was an intentional callback, but a Buffalo Bill reference to where you're wearing, um, I can't remember her name, but the strange lady, uh, you're wearing her, her tatas and her, her hair it's not um, just
4: her tatas and hair. There's something else. on Oh yeah, too.
1: that 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 too. I just I... yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that I that
4: was this. a very wow. That yeah. Most people don't notice that I'm also wearing her you know, vajayjay. Yeah, why not well. go all the way? <laughs> oh yeah, all the way, all the way. Yeah. That that I have to say that was a very interesting day. Just sitting down on set and looking down, like, <laughs> would you fuck me? <laughs> I'd fuck me. I'd fuck me. <laughs> i was just like that was awesome my first day working with samantha on set too so it's like hi <laughs> david and these are my tits in the <laughs> JJ. nice to meet you <laughs> and she's like this is awesome i'm like okay we're gonna have fun she's cool
1: so this oh, is what right. it's like to be a woman okay
4: yeah <laughs> but yeah that, that was definitely you know that that's i i i even call it my my buffalo bill moment too because mm. i was it's just so, it's so creepy.
1: It's yeah, so there, creepy. There's a lot of callbacks to Halloween, like especially in the, in the music when they're in the pizzeria, and uh, the the coworker finds the hedo lantern, or whatever you want to call it, um, which I believe tw- 2018 totally ripped off of you guys i'm just gonna
4: hey i'll take it though it's just like you know like we wouldn't be where we are if it weren't for the original halloween right just like we we have so many homages to other horror films Mm -hmm. in our film so just like it's totally fair it's like hey we take that as a compliment yeah Yeah,
1: right uh which honestly completely fine completely fine but uh i i really i really like that scene uh just capitated head very artistic for a clown named art <laughs> yeah
4: oh yeah it's shit finger was, painting almost, and,
1: and head oh, carving God, yeah. and uh so much fun i would love to hang out with art the clown that that would be amazing that would be like a fun day for me personally that's i don't a fun know guy that's the yeah, thing he he's like, fun go on a, a night on the town just terrorizing people going to pizza yeah. shops and shitting on walls again i i can't stop going back to to that because it's so funny he's like the
4: type of guy that i think is like if you prove that you were just as deranged and as crazy as he is he'd like let you hang out with him oh i love that still might kill you by the end of the night but he's still like oh you're kind of fun let's have some fun together
1: (laughs) yeah why not Like if if he, I wouldn't even be salty about that. If he killed me, that's fine. Like (laughs) as long, as long as I have have fun, it is what it is. You're just doing your job, man. I ain't going to blame you for it. Uh,
4: But that's what I love about the character too. He's not doing this out of like any revenge or anything like that. He's doing it because it's entertaining him. It's Mm -hmm. just fun for him. And he's like the anti-clown in that way because clowns are all about entertaining and bringing joy Mm -hmm. to other people. And instead, he's very selfish. It's all mm-hmm. about whatever amuses him. I would what, you know, what he I, finds entertaining.
1: I would honestly love to see a movie with Art the Clown in it, but have it be like not necessarily an origin story. I wouldn't necessarily love to delve really deep into the character, like what mm-hmm. Rob Zombie did to Michael Myers in his version of Halloween, because uh, that kind of right. just takes away the terror from the character it's it's all about the unknown yeah which is what makes the character terrifying but i think that it would be fucking amazing to see like art the clown's day job like uh, originally (laughs) where he works at a circus and then he just he's just sick of everyone's shit and just decides to kill people he gets fired from his job and then Mm -hmm. you know just (laughs) Walks along a lonely, uh, a lonely road. Yeah, yeah. We
4: we got ideas. We've got. Well, I'm sure you guys yeah.
1: do. I'm sure you guys do. And I, I, I um,
4: liked how you commented. Well, I, I liked how you commented that you don't really want to truly see his whole background. I'm like, hmm. I, 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 agree with you there. I think it's fun having a lot more mystery to him. It's like it, it's, it might be fun to show how he became Art the Clown, right. but not why he became Art the Clown. You know, yeah. it's like, like if you know what I mean. It's like not just okay. Well, he was abused as a child and stuff like. It's like, like, it's it's more. It's like kind of like Joker. He's like, you know how he became Joker, mm-hmm. but you know, at the Axis Chemical, uh, it, it, you know, the like Axis or Ace, whatever you want to call it. You know, I've seen different versions. It's like when he falls into the chemicals, yeah, and that is like, oh, that's how he became Joker. But you don't know who he was before he was Joker,
1: right? I was gonna say something yeah so once terrifier 2 comes out we would love to have you back on because oh please oh yeah please oh Fuck. there's gonna be
0: so
4: much to talk about once Good. part 2 comes up because we
1: <laughs> so, we not
0: push you to do to yeah disclose anything, no, i don't i excited. don't want
1: to, i don't want spoilers <laughs> yeah. i like i i'm completely content with uh waiting um yeah yeah so um
4: we've definitely upped the ante i will say that we've i noticed we're, we're going a lot more into like you know character development you know bringing a lot more other characters mm-hmm. and you know we're fleshing out the universe around him more now Very which cool.
1: which i i think that's what um the first terrifier really needed but nonetheless i still enjoyed the movie for what it was even if yeah. it was like what some people would call just bare bones but it's like it's a homage. It's and exactly. it's fun. It's it's all it needs to be. And that's fine. Right. But for sequels like how... to be sequels, yeah. they need to up the ante, up the body count, yeah. and add more to what the original. Uh, like yeah, yeah,
4: yeah. I do world building and stuff like right. that. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's like you know, like the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. There wasn't really a plot to it at all. It was just like these yeah bunch of like you know young adults that come across this house and then craziness happens that's just how it was with terrifier yeah. but terrify also I, I look i think people miss this part of it it, it does have a story and it's kind of like the the um the killing joke type of story about how one bad day can reduce the sanest person alive to lunacy hmm. and that's what it's really about it's like because it, it's bookended with that. Is it starts off where you you have a the, that character going on the uh, uh, the talk show that and then she's she kills the um, the, the old, you know bat, yeah kills the uh, the host of the talk show and the whole movie is about how what brought her to that point of losing her mind like that yeah
0: I, I think that scene I was so surprised because it was it was kind of a minor moment after you watched an hour of the rest of the movie and then when it wraps back around that's such a nice moment of cohesion where it kind of ties everything in a little bow. And I really appreciated that writing choice to just kind of get everything full circle. And you kind of realize, oh, that's where we were headed with all this. Yeah. And there's so many, um, I don't know, Like whenever we watch, uh, Nick normally introduces me to movies like this. Every now and again, you just kind of come across a movie villain that has such like an it factor. And I think Terrifier, so obviously, like the whole Ark the Clown character just has that abundantly. It's so... Cool that that just an encounter with him isn't enough that you'll just die. You might lose your mind and just dissolve. Like your humanity will just drain out of you. That's brutal. And there's so much you can do with that in a trilogy or or, or a sequel or anything. I feel like the the stage was set for a really solid sequel. And uh, one thing I really wanted to talk about in my notes is that throughout the whole film, I was looking for these little quasi supernatural moments just to kind of see if if Art the Clown is perfectly human or not and at the, by the end i was like okay he's human and then we get that light he when he's in the uh he's zipped up and he essentially is resurrected and the lights start freaking out and it's like oh there might be just something else here and i don't know if the imdb description of terrifier 2 is accurate but it does say that uh he, he is resurrected by an evil force
3: mm-hmm.
0: and that is exciting to kind of take that much of a just divert like that in, yep. into a new direction because I feel like there's so much material there that could make this movie higher stakes. That's cool. So oh, I, yeah. Yeah.
1: I, I will ask, and I don't know if you're allowed to answer, and that's completely <laughs> fine. I completely understand. But uh, so is the evil force just going to be completely ambiguous, or are we going to delve into it a little bit more in the sequel? Yes, yes. okay, that's fine. That's sufficient. all, Good. That's, that's all <laughs> I need
4: <laughs> mm-hmm. Cool. That, that answers both of those questions is it, is it, it's yes to both of those.
0: <laughs> awesome. Nick, do you have any wrap up remarks about the film before we move into the next section? I just
1: want to keep going, buddy. I just want to keep going. Hey Ben, so I so bad. we can do a, a um, lawless
0: podcast. I'm
1: up for it. <laughs> yeah, there's no rules here
4: we can do whatever we want this is a wild <laughs> wish
1: so i can take my pants off okay Woo!
4: oh boy! <laughs> oh, we don't need a repeat of what happened recently oh tubin oh goodness
0: tubin. yeah tubin oh no from new yorker <laughs> to uh thinking? accidental only thing oh, expose. Yikes!
1: god how stupid yeah go to the bathroom for the love of god you gotta crank one yeah. out go to the bathroom <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nick and I were on a video chat the moment that the news broke.
1: Yeah, and I was literally
0: reading, like, he had such a rich intellectual acquaintanceship with the New Yorker. And I was reading through articles he'd written, and then the news breaks. And I are like,
1: how? <laughs> yeah. <it's laughs> what like, happened? Dude, dude. That shit happens. That's what yeah. happens. That's yeah. traumatizing.
0: That isn't just even yeah. like, I feel bad for him. It's like, that is.
4: But you know, in, in a year's time, no one will think anything of it. It'll be like, eh. Yeah. It's just like it's like I look at all the stuff that happened, like Paul Rubens back in the day. Oh. With it. it's just like it's funny. Like in today's time, that would be like okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like okay, moving on.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Why don't we talk about the most uh, the shocking scene? Oh, the yes. shocking kill. Um, if you know what I mean, Brian, because I think you yeah. do. The the scene that told me, Are we talking about me
4: shooting myself? (laughs) Kidding, we (laughs) are. No, no,
1: suicide's regular around this show. Oh, 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 no. I don't know what that means, Nick. Should we talk (laughs) (laughs) live from the suicide forest in Japan? (laughs) (laughs) Don't, don't Logan Paul me, man. That's that's oh, Oh, my uh... (sighs) god. Another stupid. That was stupid. Human yeah. Human moment. Mm. Just, yeah. I, He's just
4: a bad human being anyway. Damn. Yeah.
1: It is what it is. You know. Yeah. It could have it been worse.
4: It could have been worse. It could have been worse.
1: The sawing and a half scene. Let's let's Yikes. just let's just go straight <laughs> into it. Like, what was going on in your mind, man? Because I watching your facial features on fucking screen you must have been having one hell of a time
4: <laughs> it, it depends what part we were filming you know because like we filmed that over uh several months in different oh, locations wow. too so we filmed all the stuff with uh jenna cannell's character tara first because she had to leave us to go on set for uh, the bye-bye man two days later oh so hmm. we filmed her stuff first in Trent, new jersey and then we had some snafus with that location which we had to vacate that place because it was probably not going to be very safe for us, and That's so we moved out. to Oh, uh, yeah, it was. But we moved out to Staten Island to film the stuff, the Catherine, and that was in like January, and so it was like twenty degrees that night, Ooh. and there was no heat in that room. So, and that, that was a very dangerous thing to do because she was literally hanging upside down, but we'd only let her hang upside down for about 30 seconds at a time. So, we had like 30 seconds to film at a time. So, we would have to quickly just film, 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 flip her back up, let her rest. Film, film, film. So, it was, it was a lot of stress. Wow. But then I came in for another day and we had the prosthetic there. And that's where I could have more fun because <laughs> I didn't have to worry about someone getting hurt or anything like that. And I actually got to cut through that thing. So that's when I got to really just have fun and make all the fun facial expressions because I was having more fun that day.
1: Yeah, I, I can imagine. <laughs> I heard uh, what was it the the gut encasings were, uh, yeah. smelly. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, because like when we when we first
4: wanted to uh, film it, uh, they had some flooding in that room because it was it, this uh, abandoned um, mental hospital on Staten Island. And so there's a lot – because the hurricane that we had in New York a few years prior did a lot of damage to the building. They just never Mm -hmm. fixed it, so there are holes in the ceiling and stuff like that, so it flooded. So we had to postpone filming for two weeks, and our DP, George, um, took the sausage casings. It was just uh, sausage casings with fat that we use for the intestines. And he – instead of putting them in his refrigerator in his garage, he just left them in his garage. Oh, (laughs) And he totally forgot to put them in the, the freezer. And so, oh, so after two weeks of sitting there, we just opened it. We're like, oh, oh, mm, oh, oh. it's a good thing we weren't running with sound for those that they were doing the prosthetics, <laughs> the practical effects and everything like that. Because it's, you would just heard everybody on set just going, hur, 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 hur. <laughs> Because I, like, cause I at one point, I accidentally cut into one of the sausage casings, too, so all this stuff just started pouring out, and we're like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nasty, nasty, nasty. There, there okay. are
0: so many <laughs> moments in that, that scene that I think one, one of the most gruesome parts of what, what is an otherwise terrifying scene is the fact that you don't cut all the way down. Yeah. He's still kind of held together by the. For some reason, that makes it way worse that she's, like, just yeah. flopping around in this horrific way that a human should not, you know, open up in that way. No. It, it's such a terrifying, tiny decision that, that was so effective. Oh,
4: I thought, yeah. yeah. Well, Ooh. it makes it easier to take the selfie with her at the end yeah. of the uh, day. Right. I would have to hold the, the head together. Right.
1: right <laughs> I thought humans opened up like that naturally. I thought that's... I'm sorry, Nick. We <laughs> haven't had the talk yet, but no.
0: Yeah.
4: Oh,
1: Oh. what wow. have i been doing my whole life then have i been awesome. doing it wrong yeah i, I uh,
4: feel sorry for your girlfriends
1: <laughs> oh what girl they're not around anymore <laughs> anymore <Hey.
4: laughs> anymore yeah it's like moses parting the red sea <laughs>
1: oh i'm a little bit of an expert on that but it's uh, a period piece <laughs> <laughs> and you guys both uh, yeah, i know oh that, that that was beautiful that was beautiful <laughs> oh my god um so i wanted to to talk uh, talk about this one specific scene that kind of i feel like shocked everybody because nobody saw it coming um when so when art the clown was getting his ass handed to him just getting really laid in uh he he has a fail safe which is pulling out a gun yeah (laughs) and and just going to down and i feel like a lot of people wouldn't agree with that and when i first saw the movie i was like that's fucking stupid Mm -hmm. but as i've as I've rewatched it over and over again, I've come to appreciate that scene a little bit more than I used to because That's interesting. Yeah. Cause, uh, you don't really necessarily see Michael Myers pulling a gun out and using it on somebody when he's getting his ass handed to him. Doesn't just flat out use guns. It's just more like so. His fun a, might end. <laughs> A, um, he uses
4: it a... only when it's funny <laughs>
1: it's
4: just like, oh, that's funny.
0: yeah that, that scene hit me and it worked so well. like uh, it was my first time viewing the movie and he did that and I thought oh yeah, this is like another pizza shop moment for me where yeah. I thought that's totally his character. like I love that that's part of his character that he, he doesn't like he's not on some like crusade to, to rid the world of sin or anything like that. He will yeah. use whatever is around him whenever he wants to to entertain himself. And the the shock and surprise of that moment resonated with the the scene where you flick the girl off, and then the pizza yeah. scene where he's out in public, and all of that works so well to convince me that he's just a guy who is off. I love it. I, yeah. I thought that that really worked well. But Nick, I, as you as a as a avid slasher film consumer, I totally get why you would have been like that. Feels like it's breaking some implicit slasher law, some, right? Some rules, but.
1: Yeah. Then he's there uh, to break the rules, right? Yeah. Then I thought about it. Well, Scream and in, in Scream One, Scream Two, Scream, th- yeah, Scream, Scream Three as well. There's Maniac, you know. There's a lot of films yeah.
4: that actually use guns in them too. So it's just like, yeah, it's just how you use the gun is mm-hmm. important. It's, it's not like he's just going through and just shooting everybody left and right and blah blah blah. He's like he number one he used it as that was his contingency plan mm. that's like he did you can tell he didn't even really want to he was kind of disappointed that he had to resort to that but I was like yeah he's he's not just going to just you know let someone just wail on him it's like i think people were probably expecting him to like pull out like you know an acid flower or something <laughs> like that you know, you know throw a knife or something you know but it's like oh, no one was expecting the gun it's yeah. just like oh, that's pretty cool but it's like same way it's like he doesn't just shoot her with it too he's like he could have just shot her boom and they hadn't be done with it just one shot boom done no no he he first you know maims her in the in her leg so she can't run away Mm -hmm. and then he goes over and just blows the crap out of her face disfigures her with the gun right so he used it as a slasher would that's how i i think a slasher you know would use a gun as a weapon he would he wouldn't just use it one shot kill he would just disfigure someone just yeah. maim someone with it
1: so i just got this random idea so you know how oh joker <laughs> joker wears a flower right and he when he squeezes it liquid comes out i think it would be really fucking cool if art were to wear like i don't know like a black and white flower but in the middle of it there's an actual human eyeball and when he goes to squeeze the flower, just eyeball juice squeezing <laughs> eye out of the flower. Like I harmless eyeball juice. Just... Fucking <laughs> awesome and grotesque. That'd oh, be amazing. Gross. Oh gross. <laughs> that's, I, I a, do...
4: that's one thing that always grosses me out. Is like anything that happens to eyes, Ooh. I'm just like
1: anything oh, that yeah. happens to like the jugular, that's where that's what really gets me. I, I can't I, that that's that's my um ew, no thank you I don't want that to happen to me. Yeah.
0: <laughs> David, uh, I, I like what you said earlier about the gun, where you said it was funny. I I did feel like in that moment it was like a punchline. It was like an unspoken yeah. punchline that he took this thing out and used it. And I had a flashback, Nick, to our Evil Dead um, series that we did, where there's this wonderful moment where the camera sets up its own joke and creates a punchline with no audio being spoken. Right. where the camera's whipping through the woods, making these menacing sounds. It breaks into the house. It's chasing It's chasing ash all around. And then he dips into a closet. And then it just <laughs> enters the room and then looks both ways and then leaves because it can't find him. Like it's tracking him down for miles, destroying <laughs> the home. But then he dips into the shadows and it's just like, uh, okay, I don't know where he went. And it just gets out of there. That's so, such like that yeah. physical comedy in when horror oh. does it right it's so good and i there was that little epiphany moment when he took out the gun where i felt like wow that was a punchline. it, it was so well executed it fit so, the character so well right. that was really cool
1: yeah so um for our patreon uh subscribers we're gonna i'm gonna take a quick break you guys just hash things out plan out my murder or whatever i gotta okay. go to the bathroom <laughs> i'll be right back okay But I'll 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 definitely rewatch this over and over again. Regardless, (laughs) this is like this is a moment in time for me that I will capsulize fucking forever. I need to get like a USB stick, and I'm gonna I'm gonna keep that for me. It's my holy grail of um, of trophies. I'm happy to do the face for you then. (laughs) Appreciate it. Thank you so
4: much,
0: Nick. Are you ready for the uh, the eulogy section here? Yeah.
1: Now that I'm back and. We, we we cut out most of that conversation. <laughs> um, yes, <laughs> yes, I am ready to eulogize this movie.
4: Ashes <laughs> to ashes, dust to dust. with young soul. rest
1: Terrifier 2016, how awesome you were to bless us with such a amazing cast of people, not just the actors on screen, but the director, the artwork that went into this, the special effects, the shocking scenes of being split in half, sort of, sort of taking notes from cannibal corpses fucked with a knife. Good song. Mm. <laughs> Anyways, I digress. We are here to put you at rest. I really didn't mean to rhyme that, but um, Pure gold. I'm going to tip my hat. That was on purpose. Anyways, <laughs> so yeah, I'm going to, how should I dispose I of terrifier?
0: So David, normally in the eulogy section, we have to find a lore-friendly way to do away with the movie. So Mm. in Alien, we had to use, what, ejected into space, right? With the thing, we had to use fire. Here, Nick, I propose, and I hope no one takes this soundbite out of context, cop-assisted suicide. (laughs) But it has to go all (laughs) the way this time, right? Because he didn't really die, so there will be a resurrection, of course, but it's the closest he came to, well, I guess he did die for that moment. So I think we've got to go Mm. with that one. What do you think?
1: I like the idea, but... I was kind of thinking, like, uh, let's see, cutting the film's head off and turning it into a jack o' lantern, or yeah, oh, okay, we could saw it in half, like remove its panties, remove its shirt and everything, so the the DVD's titties are just <laughs> flopping out, right. and, and hopefully, hopefully um, no
0: sound bites here, <laughs> but
1: and hopefully like no rotting entrails that make everyone gag while we record right, this. Yes this episode Uh. (laughs) am i giving you ptsd flashbacks david yeah yeah (laughs) oh i I had even
4: more in part two some of the stuff i had to deal with oh "Oh." well i can't
1: wait to talk to you about it that's gonna be that's gonna be fun for sure
4: oh there's some (laughs) moments i had on set too (laughs) (laughs) um
1: so let's this this is like the first time that we've had to really, like we had multiple options. Um, I feel, cause to put the
0: film to rest with
1: yeah. So you know what?
0: I'm gonna defer to your judgment. You're you're the slasher movie king, as far as I'm concerned. You're what putting, what is your method of choice? You're
1: putting a lot of pressure on my shoulders, buddy. Um, I'm removing it from mine.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Huh. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna be pretty basic, and I'm just gonna say, yeah, let's let's split this fucker in half because it's an iconic scene, (laughs) and it's just yes, let's just shock everybody.
0: And what are your (laughs) uh, what are your funerary (laughs) offerings? My
1: funerary offerings. Hmm. Let's see. My iconic. Uh, shit, finger painting. Of course. I have to it goes, with, it goes without saying and um a video of me cosplaying as buffalo bill full like tuck and roll yeah
0: you know we don't deserve it nick it's too good it's too good it's we too good have that's to, why i need to cut that in half that's why the I'm world doesn't deserve it, it. <laughs> yeah
1: that's, that's 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 why um it's too beautiful, and sexy, for for cinema. Okay. And um,
0: just play this out.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know how my mom would feel about that.
0: <laughs> At the end of the day, it is it
1: is what it is. It, it is my life, not like a Bon Jovi song, because it's never now or never. <laughs> great
4: <laughs> reference. Great
1: reference.
0: So I'm really hoping that at, at Art's funeral there there's a car of all of his demented buddies and they're just all jammed in it and they're loading out one by one and in their oh. little their little clown suit. <laughs> <laughs> to me that yeah. that's just the way to do it. It has to happen. And then right?
4: the, the car
1: just blows up.
0: Yeah. I mean, we need to get that in there. So it's a yeah.
1: barbecue now. Oh, this barbecue <laughs> kind of tastes <laughs> funny.
0: I, I'm because thinking... <laughs> it's
1: a clown. Oh man. That's
0: why it all tastes right. funny. i'm putting this film to rest with uh, a bloody pair of clown shoes and art's wonderfully just little inconsequential hat i feel like there's a there's a underspoken physical humor to that tiny little hat on the side that just bobs around when he's doing terrible things to people
4: (laughs) that that hat is such a
0: bitch to keep on too oh really (laughs) (laughs) man that's great um We did it, Nick. Uh, let's see. Are, are you ready? For... Are you getting voices here, Nick?
1: I've been getting dr- character. I've been drinking a little bit to take off the edge, but um, you might be
0: really getting voices
1: then. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm getting a little bit of voices. Uh oh, what are these? Red drum. Red rum. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, this is a fun episode. Okay, voices. <laughs> yeah. well, sometimes.
3: That
2: is that is I'm getting something here. I'm getting something. Wait a minute, it's loading. It's loading. The voices it's are coming loading. through the veil, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. That's mm. that's mm-hmm. that's that's what I meant. Um.
1: Oh shit! I have two. One of them is really short. Okay. And the other is. Somewhat decent. Um, So, we got one here from Rotten Tomatoes by Jeffrey M. Anderson. And he gave this movie a two out of five. Oh, how sweet. And he (laughs) says, an attempt to pay homage to slasher movies of the 1980s. This whole pick has a truly unsettling killer and some entertaining elements. But ultimately goes too far with its cruelty towards women. What do mm. you have to say to that, Mr. Arch? Whoa, that's a <laughs> hot
0: topic to just throw at our guest. <laughs> right?
1: And
4: I know. So, well, first I, of all, is he new to
0: slashers?
4: <laughs> Second of all, actually more men in the movie die than women. Fair. Right.
1: Yeah. Thirdly.
4: Um, it's I, like.
1: I know. like to think... <laughs> For for me personally, um, especially with um, Sam Raimi when he talked about the uh, original Evil Dead, um, the the tree rape scene, he he said that he regretted ever filming that. But I think it was perfect. Not to say that rape is perfect or fine yeah. in any shape or form, but right to me, evil is a symbol of the unknown the mm-hmm. just it doesn't matter it really doesn't matter there's no silver lining when it comes yeah. to evil so yeah. it could be it could exactly. be rape murder you could be killing because a baby. that is evil right yeah so that's
4: that's what i that's not my third thing i was gonna say art's the bad guy <laughs> this is what bad guys do this is why he's evil because he does these horrible things to people
1: Evil knows no race, no gender, no
4: age. Yeah. So that's how it is with art. He 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 doesn't none of that matters to him. He hates everybody equally.
1: I hmm. feel that's like that's why I love this movie so much is because I can relate. I hate everybody <laughs> equally except for the, exactly. the the small hand like small handful of friends that I have in my life. <laughs> everybody else can fucking burn for all I care. Except for our audience. <laughs> Yes, of um, course. except for the, <laughs> except for the people giving me money <laughs> you, cool. you cool you cool we, we, we fine okay I got we one we more we cool. We cool. one more
0: do you want to do you want to trade off here or do you want to get all yours out of the way
1: I want to get all of mine out of the way and then you can go for it yeah so this one's from IMDB uh, and mm-hmm. it's from Bad scene who gave it a one out of 10 entitled it embarrassing for all involved and (laughs) i i want to say i chose i chose the worst ratings possible Mm -hmm. because it's it's a duality of how i feel as a viewer yeah so let's let's go ahead and get down to this shit heap of a review should i do it in a mike tyson voice
0: you know what? I think yes. Yes,
4: <laughs> yes. 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 All right. If you're going to go I'm, for the knockout punch, you got to. I,
2: I'm Matt Tyson. <laughs> all right. Watson Terrifier, after all of the hype, was an embarrassing experience. Horror fans really need to have higher standards if this is what's hitting their spot. Like having well intent. I feel like. I feel like I'm a little too too drunk to be doing a Mike Tyson
1: impression. <laughs> but...
0: There is a bit of a slur here.
1: <laughs> I'm
4: Mike Tyson. That's saying a lot for Mike Tyson voice. H- Hor fans,
1: <laughs> ho-
2: whore fans really need. To... Jesus fucking Christ! I can't do it right now. Um, I'm gonna. T- you know what? I'm gonna go all the way. Whore fans, really... <laughs> whore f- fuck it. Oh, boy. <laughs> whore fans really need to have high standards if if this is what if this is what's hitting the spot. Like a nice, well intentioned girl you see in a relationship with an abusive sadistic scumbag with an IQ akin to that what? of a
1: pencil saving. I know this is this is like a, a really <laughs> like
2: um yeah, whatever. Terrifier uh, is is not a film. There is no plot and you could find a better cast in a summer camp production of Grease. I'm completely like
1: slowly going away from Mike Tyson here, as you could tell. You're <laughs> entering the
0: realm of Marlon Brando at this
1: point. That's what I was thinking.
0: look
2: what the master my boy. Oh, oh, God. The lines of dialogue from its generic characters and are delivered with no effort, making the whole film feel like a lazy, aimless excuse to watch people tortured by a clown. From what I've gathered, this director has been trying to make this art the clown happen for years through various shorts and anthology films. With some words of advice... If as a filmmaker, all you have in your deck is a mute clown with scary paint and a twisted smile who butchers up one-dimensional non-actors, really, this might as well be mannequins. You should stop making films. This director clearly has no inspiration and is trying to carve a career for himself. Off of one half baked idea poorly executed. Maybe he should be a costume or makeup FX designer, but if this is his future film of horror, uh, I hope Art the Clown hammers a knife through my skull ASAP.
0: Interesting picnic.
1: <laughs> right. I felt I was I had a hell of a time trying to find Yikes. a voice voices yeah. and that one just stood out to me. But um,
4: that last one really worked well for him, that. That, that it, it, it just sounds like
1: <laughs> right. it just sounds like the guy living in his
4: like mom's basement. Yeah. Is like,
2: <laughs> I, I I failed in everything. I'm doing. So I'm gonna shit on everybody else. So. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's no way to live. Uh, even yeah, like yeah. for for B movies, like I enjoy them. If they're crap, they're crap. But they're still enjoyable. Like it's a project that somebody took the time to work on and it was fun for them that's like the beautiful thing about it that's something that i as a fan of horror truly appreciates and loves regardless that's like yeah that goes without saying so i i guess brian you seem to be getting voices as well
0: i i am from from a new source from beyond the veil and definitely not uh, that's not coded for my Wi-Fi or IMDb. This is from Common Sense Media. This is a wonderful website. It is essentially like a, a an aggregate parent guide that lets kids and parents decide together if a if a film should be watched and if it should be at what kids. age it should be watched at.
3: Oh boy! Kids
0: and parents they both chime in. So if you find a movie that is particularly explicit, you can get a great conversation going on between oh, kids wow. and parents on this website. And um, oh, wow. I, I picked a bit out of both pools there. So, oh boy. Okay, so parents yeah. say you must be older than 18 to watch this movie. <laughs> That's the unanimous decision. And here I'll, I'll highlight some of the points from a lot of their, their reviews. One person says, uh, Terrifier stands up to its name. It's terrifying, but also extremely gory. The clown looks terrifying and is one of the scariest looks I've ever seen. It's gorier than the Saw movies. A woman is bound and stripped naked before being sawed in a house. Sawed in half crotched ahead in a lengthy and up close fashion. Faces are repeatedly sadistically and hideously mutilated alive and much more. (laughs) The violence is absolutely disturbing. Probably the worst in any movie I've ever seen. I'm not going to even bother writing the swearing (laughs) because if you let your kids see the swearing uh, in this movie, that's the least of your worries An okay. (laughs) Film for older audiences, but no good role models in here whatsoever. A final note to the uh, parents' guide says these things are not present in this film. Positive messages of any kind, positive role models of any kind, <laughs> and that's where it ends. Okay. Now the kids, a wonderful, a wonderful counterbalance. The kids say you can watch it around thirteen. <laughs> One of the reviews says horror, horror, horror. This is the most violent film I've ever seen. This movie is incredible. It's really good. It has outstanding gore effects. They're insanely realistic. I mean, some of the most messed up extreme violence I've ever seen, but you know, if you watch it with discretion, it's incredible. I saw it at 14, but if you're not into blood and guts, just skip it all together. Wow, there it is. Yep. <laughs> so th- th- the kids the first are saying- The was written
4: by a Karen. <laughs>
0: yep. <laughs> I love how she, for a moment, she thought it would be reasonable to rate the swearing in this movie. Like that would be what pushes you over the top. <laughs>
4: Yeah, He's I love that idea.
1: Uh, swearing. Oh my gosh, they said
2: the F word. My baby <laughs> ears. They're using their 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 freedom of speech. Oh my god. <laughs> oh
1: my gosh.
4: Oh my well, funny thing is that you know, they've done studies about people that swear and they have they've found out the people that swear the most are usually the most intelligent and also the most honest. <laughs> hey,
1: yeah. <laughs> well, fuck me and call me yeah. crazy. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> fuck yeah. Ah, oh, boy. Um, we did
0: it. That was the episode, Nick. I, do you, any any closing yeah. remarks? We're there?
1: gonna we're gonna keep going for a little bit more. Uh, I feel okay. Because <laughs> I, I have um. I had something that I wanted to say. <laughs> I was gonna say like I, personally, I don't like I I, I play devil's advocate on. Whether a kid should watch this this movie uh, specifically, mm-hmm. um, I mean, it really depends on their maturity level. Like, if they know like the difference between cinema and reality, then I think that's okay. But also, like, if if it's freaking them the fuck out and they have nightmares over it, then they're not ready for it at all. Right. Um, but I think. It really, it really depends. And you can't just say, oh, that's bad parenting. You're showing them stuff that they shouldn't see. It's, it's not real. I'm not like, hey, Timmy, let's, let's put on a snuff film. Let's watch this woman get gutted. (laughs) And it's actually happening. No, I, I, I personally think like, I can remember at the age of three when, um, I watched like Friday the 13th for the first time and just going through these movies, even though I was not allowed to. Um, <laughs> and like, I've had like vivid details of, of just watching this, watching these movies. And uh, even though it gave me nightmares, like I've had nightmares of Freddy Krueger attacking me and multiple times with uh, Chucky specifically coming after me. Hey. Uh, like a reoccurring dream, actually, and me hiding underneath a uh, a table with a cloth over it, and seeing little feet scurrying along the floor. Um, yeah, right. Um, I've had plenty of. Night- yeah, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play. Let's play hide the soul. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh God. Oh, I okay.
4: Love it. Oh god. Yeah. It's Brad beautiful. Is fantastic.
1: Yeah, he is. He's amazing. And I I enjoyed his role as uh, sheriff bracket in Rob Zombies Halloween movies. Yeah. Even though sorry, Rob. I I don't <laughs> I don't like what you did with the characters. Not just Michael Myers, but uh Laurie Strode and yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's always hit, hit or miss with Rob, I feel. Yeah. It is what it is. But going back to the, the thing about the kids
4: is just like I I, I, I believe like leaving hmm. it to discretion of the parents and that right. kind of right. stuff. It's like because different kids can handle different things. So like I I won the the conventions I was at. There was a four-year-old girl that came and she was obsessed with me. And her parents were like, oh, yeah, she's seen the film several times. <laughs> um, and she was like the cutest little thing is oh, like you would oh. never think this girl – this adorable little thing was so into horror movies, but she was like, oh yeah, you did this and this and this. I'm like, wow, she really did see it. And it was <laughs> That's like, awesome. Wow. But, and, but she was totally fine. Totally, right. It didn't scare her or anything like that. And, yeah. and, and I look at Damien. Um, he was raised, my director was raised on horror films. He was watching them when he was three years old. He's literally named after Damien from the Omen. <laughs> so it's right. just like, it's it's different. Kids can handle different things at different ages. I mean, yeah. there I like my mom was a grown ass adult and she could not sit through the original uh, haunting of Hill House oh, or fall man. of the House of Usher, the original stuff, you know, the old <laughs> black and white. Those were terrifying to her. She was mm-hmm. like, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, uh." So I know right. she would not have been able to. She would have been. I, if she was still alive, she would be like, "I love you. You're my son." Mm-hmm. But I cannot watch this. And I'll right. be like, "I understand that." It's like it's just it's not just kids. Adults. Everybody. And that's the thing. It's like different. Even with the negative reviews and stuff like that, I I look at you know horror is subjective. Art is subjective. Mm-hmm. It's like different things uh, affect people in different ways. Different things scare people in different ways. It's just like, like I know there were exactly exactly so i i know there were like there are some mainstream horror films that have come out these past few years that i was not too fond of that everybody was like oh this is one of the scariest movies ever and i loved it it was amazing and i'm like i was like yeah the acting was good but i was like the the movie itself i was like ah but see that was just my preference I, i i prefer more like the slashers and stuff like that it's like i don't like the stuff that tries to be too pretentious Right. Like it's trying to, you know, hit you in the face. Like, look how smart we are with this. Oh, ooh, ooh. it's like, nah, no, I, I like this more subtlety. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can still be smart, but subtle. So, right. Like, yeah, but so it's like everybody has their opinion. It's just like, yeah, it's like different people prefer different things. So it's like, yeah.
1: Eh. I think that that about sums it, even though I really don't want this to end. I mean, <laughs> like, if this could be my own personal hell that i enjoy um (laughs) then i would want it to be this for sure
0: uh man we had a, a great time on the episode david plug away if there's anything you've got going on that you want to talk about or anything like that
4: yeah well first of all you can find me on instagram and facebook under david howard thornton so i'm on there um As for what I've got coming up, of course, Terrifier Two's almost finished filming right now, so we're hoping to. We had you know delay because of the stupid pandemic and all that, Mm -hmm. but it's given us time to actually flesh out the stuff that we had not filmed already. So we've actually Hmm. you know enhanced some of these kill scenes that we were going to film, all right, even bigger and crazier. So I guess something (laughs) good uh, came out of it. Oh, exactly. Exactly. So uh, we're hoping to release sometime early next year. I don't know when yet, but you know, all that's got to be worked out once we finish filming. And then um, I'm was just announced that I'm going to be in this uh, film, just a small little cameo role at the very beginning of the film called the dark offerings. That was hmm. shot exclusively during the pandemic over zoom. Wow. So a, okay. And then we've got some other terrifier people that are in that as well. And then uh, early next year, I start filming two uh, different films. Uh, one's called Time's Up, which is I, I'm playing a small role of a, ge- a creepy gender in that. They they added the role in for me because they just wanted me to be in it. And it's cool. um, Damon Maffei, who was in Strangers 2, Pray at Night and Haunt. Elsie uh, Holt from Your Next. Uh, Felissa Rose is in it. And so it's got a next. fun cast.
1: And Felissa Rose. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm geeking out over and, here. Yeah. I'm excited. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And then
4: um, I after that, I start filming what we're hoping is going to be another uh, uh, another franchise called Stream. And mm-hmm. I'm going to be playing one of the bad guys in that. And Jeffrey Combs is the main bad guy in it, which is really cool. And we got a lot of other people from the horror world involved in that film as well, but I can't announce them yet. Mm-hmm. But it's it's going to be really cool. We're all just going to be filming in a hotel together for about a month in Gettysburg. We're going to have fun. We're all just going to be camped out and hanging out and filming.
0: Oh, man, that's awesome. It has been an absolute blast to have you on the show. Uh, (laughs) I need to, I'm going to have to speak for Nick because he's going to be speechless for the rest of (laughs) us.
1: Oh, no, that's that's okay. Um, My mind is (laughs) fucking blown right now. But um, (laughs) thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, This is like a dream come true. For us, uh, we You're really welcome. appreciate it. Thank,
4: thank you for having me. i was thrilled to be here. It's been fun chatting with you guys. Yeah, That's ditto, true,
1: ditto. We yeah. we hope to have you on again uh, when Terrifier Two definitely, comes out. Yeah. Oh, sure.
4: definitely. There's much to talk about.
0: <laughs> oh man, can't wait. In the uh, in the meantime, uh, you can find us on Patreon slash Bln. Uh, Nick is doing a, a great job with all of our various yep. social media accounts. For you want to
1: for all those uncut, unedited. Uh, episodes that we're going to be doing from now on with video so uh, that's yeah. a new thing um, yeah right um, <laughs> yeah you can also uh, give us a movie suggestion on Anchor um, or you can give us your voice on Anchor as well Get, leave us a iTunes review uh, just you know that is what it is. You wanna like take over here, Brian? Because I'm I'm a little tipsy. I've only had he, he'll guys. read those
0: reviews like Mike Tyson too. So <laughs> Oh, you <laughs> yeah, know I what? Will. We might steal that. If you leave us your review, Nick will read it partially drunk in the voice of Mike Tyson. So thank you for that. <laughs> we will do it. I yes. I Nick, I am Marlon signing Brando, you up for it.
1: <laughs> Mike Tyson. Oh yeah. <laughs> Brando. Rando <So>, Brando. <laughs> um
0: yep. Brando yeah, Tyson. Uh, y- y- if, if, uh, oh, Nick, we're doing a lot of Mike Tyson. What was the other film you were just doing that on? Oh, wait, that might be a spoiler for next week.
1: Were we? Oh, never mind. What, what were we doing? That um, was the stuff. Yeah, the stuff.
0: You did a full Mike Tyson bit. For, <laughs> wow, we are not creative
1: anymore. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it's a great impression. I, I and, want to hear more. Oh, cool. it, so. <laughs> and the show has been canceled. Oh, boy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> We
0: love all of you. Thank you for tuning in. Um, We've got loads of more content coming. Um, We're going to queue up plenty of more incredible guests. So thank you, uh, David, once again. Thank you to the audience for tuning in. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode.